4: Oh, my goodness, I am so excited to talk about something that I absolutely love over at the Children's Theater Company, <laughs> and you've probably heard about it. Um, this is all about Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas, and this is a big deal. So welcome to Center Stage. We are opening with the, the CTC because what they do we know is so much fun, just like so many other theaters as well. Um, here's the thing for me. I have seen this show, what? three times at the children's theater and I love it. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. I have a granddaughter and at that time she was about six years old and she would come over to my mom's house and we would look at videos and sometimes it's in the basement and, and all of a sudden she would say, okay, I want to see, you know, how the Grinch Stole Christmas again. And she would watch it like 11, 12, 13 times. And finally I said to her, honey, I don't want you to be the Grinch. <laughs> I don't want you to become the the Grinch. So let's stop watching it for a while. We know that the holidays are here, but we don't need to watch it this many times. And she finally, finally let it go. And then, of course, the next year, right back on it again. So now that she is eleven, almost twelve years old, um, yeah, I don't think she thinks about it as much. But I sure want to surprise her and take her to the children's theater to really see this piece again. Dr. Seuss's "How the Grinch Stole Christmas." You don't want to miss it. Um, it's backed by popular demand. Why? Because it is remarkable. It really, what they do. At the Children's Theater Company with this particular piece, Okay, all the stuff they do, I love. And the artistic director Peter uh, Brosius um, is is back, and I, I am so excited about all of it. This is happening. I will be there. I will have to be there this year. Well, joining us to talk about it is the choreographer Linda Talcott Lee. And um, as a choreographer, some people say, oh, you know, choreographers, yeah, you know, they just kind of help make it happen. No, it's so much more than that. Welcome, Linda. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Thank you so much. Glad to be here. You know, I was reading a little bit of your bio as a choreographer, and you have credits that include Mulan, um, Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas, of course, Roald Dahl's Matilda, the musical, Cinderella uh, at the Children's Theater Company, Romeo and Juliet at the Guthrie, Beauty and the Beast at the Ordway, um, A Servant's Christmas, Hormel Girls History Theater. She had, you have an Emmy Award for your choreography work, and um, is a, a Broadway veteran. We are so honored to have you in the Twin Cities this year uh, to be a part of Doctor Seuss's "How the Grinch Stole Christmas." So welcome. Um, when do you arrive? I'm here. Oh, you're here. I'm, this is awesome. Oh yes, <laughs>
2: I'm 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 here. Um, yes, in fact, this is the sixth time that I have choreographed "How the Grinch Stole Christmas." So I feel very fortunate to be here and to work with this amazing cast. And Peter Brocious, um, just, he's a genius.
4: He is a so genius.
2: I'm, I'm very honored, yes.
4: Yeah. And of course, you know, uh, Reed Sigmund. I mean, my goodness, who does not love this man, right? Who does not love him? Uh, I know. He, he can, is...
2: he can do anything. 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 He's
4: remarkable. Yes. And he's portraying the Grinch, of course. So tell us, you know, young people, especially, you know, those that are five to eight years old, how do they respond to this piece?
2: They love it. I have to say, my favorite shows to watch are the children's shows that they they bust in childrens from us uh, from schools, and the children is totally interactive. Um, the children try to help him say Merry Christmas when he can't say it. Um, when he says I'm the best pie thrower in in the whole world, or or he says something, he chastises the dogs and 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 the dog. Uh, the audience will say no he's not a bad dog it's it's, it's great so they they are really into it they are sometimes on board with the grinch sometimes on board with young max but at the end everybody's on board for the grinch to to make that very important change um that happens which i think is is so timely right now for everything that that our our United States and the world is going through to to make someone who is an other accepted yeah. and have forgiveness and compassion and um, even the young audiences get that immediately.
4: Immediately. And it's needed. Yes. We need to hear the story. We need to hear the outcome and then realize what this really means about um, the holidays mm-hmm. and being together. It's just a beautiful uh, sentiment. Now, okay, here's the thing for me. I am so sad to hear that this will also be the final production of Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas for director Peter C. Brocious, who will be departing CTC after 27 years. He'll be leaving 2024. What? I mean, who's who's not going to cry? Come on. I'm crying. You're making me cry. Seriously, (laughs) this is a big deal. And I'm just reading. I just found that on the page, and I'm going, oh, my God, no, please. This is, you know, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, this is one of those that is the, 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 that families are waiting to see for Christmas, for the holidays, yeah, because it's teaching the children, no matter how young they are, if they understand some of it, or just by seeing some of the things right. that are happening on the stage, they get it. Uh, and it's remarkable. They think about it. They talk about it. I know my grandchildren did. So, what are you seeing in the eyes of those that are in the piece this year? Are they excited?
2: Oh, they're they're absolutely excited. I, I would love to talk about Peter for a moment. Just his his work in the room is he is passionate, passionate, passionate about any piece he's doing. That's right. But he has a special passion about. Um, Dr. uh, Ted Geisel's work and um, the way he inspires the cast members, um, especially the young cast members who don't necessarily know how to think out of the box or are a little bit more reserved. And that man is 150% always acting every part in every fiber of his being. And you just see their eyes in the rehearsal process. Get bigger and bigger, and they get braver and braver, and all of a sudden, from from having no idea what their skill level was, they just blossom. By the time we open, and it's um, it's working with Peter Broshus. It's working with the wonderful professional company that we have, um, all, all of the, the technicians, the whole creative staff. So they're very very excited about it and uh, especially the the young people who come back year after year you can see how much they've grown how much more confidence they have and how they know how to attack the material in a positive way and they've become especially this year because we did it two years in a row oh well i think miss linda last year we did this and i think the traffic off stage was this and i was like oh <laughs> Well, thank you, thank you very much for that because I didn't know what was happening on stage. So it's, it's a it's a conduit for them to become uh, stronger and independent thinkers. And um, yeah, it's so they're they're into it. they they love it, and they're very talented.
4: The amazing thing about children is that they get it pretty quickly. They really do. Um, and mm-hmm. the way that it is presented on the stage at the children's theater, um, it's really. It, to see their eyes light up, even if they may not know all the words that are being said, but they can see that it's a mean Grinch, and they can see when it's a beautiful healing Grinch who is feeling happy about the holidays. So it changes mm-hmm. things, you know. You we we know that there are families that are really going through, and uh, I I've known Peter for a long time, and I'm just curious to see to to ask: Are they opening this up for? Um, the schools, how many schools will be uh, coming to see this piece this year? Do you know?
2: That is a great question. Um, I think that they have at least five student matinees a week. Hmm. Um, And I don't know how many schools come, but when I look at the rehearsal reports, we're talking 600 people there. Wow. Like 300 to 600 people, so it's got to be a lot of schools. I've never seen the the actual data for, for the number of schools that see it. But it's been, this shows uh, many, many young people are being exposed to it, which is wonderful. And there is nothing like seeing one of those student matinees, just the, the electricity in, in those young people, amazing.
4: Yeah, I've, I've been in some of those before in the audience, and I tell you, it's life-changing when you can really understand the um, chrysalis that has happened in the In the piece. Oh, and all of a yeah. sudden it goes from this horrible beast to this beautiful soul who loves Christmas now and loves the mm-hmm. children and wants to to be the good person like those in the village of of uh, whoville that that to me, I still remember it, and I think that 's part of why my granddaughter just couldn 't stop watching it. She loved it so much, it would make her laugh, sometimes make her want to cry, um, but it mm-hmm. told a story that she understood even at the age of what was she then, about six or seven. It's amazing oh, to me. Yeah. So um, It
2: really speaks to, to kids of all ages, even in your 70s, 80s. You know? Yeah,
4: exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, this story has been around for a long time. And I'm so mm-hmm. grateful that it's still out there because we need it right now, especially here in America Absolutely. and beyond. So um, as as this piece comes together, are the costumes the same? Are there any changes that are happening that you've noticed in your choreography this time?
2: Yes. We, every year we make changes. Um, the, the costumes, we have the same costume designer. Um, we've had to create new costumes because we've expanded the cast slightly and that, um, started because of, of COVID. We had to make sure that we were extra covered so that the stage could be full of people. Um, but it's still the same costume design. Mm -hmm. Um, as far as choreography, um, Oh, we've added some big props and, and things like that for, for Wachemahoo, which is when the Grinch goes into a nightmare of this is, you know, he's telling his young dog, Max, try to see what I see. And it's it's a noise, the noise that the children make on Christmas and it's his nightmare. And so we brought in some some more Sufian props that, that are super cool to see and created some different patterns. Um, we there's something called the Wild Ride, mm. which um, you see the the Grinch flying up on his sled, and and young Max is is flying in the air trying to pull the sled, and so that whole illusion has been recreated. Um, and and also there's been a, a really big shift in the relationship between the Grinch and young Max. Um, oh. And, and even, even the Grinch's um, take on everything. He's not, he's not angry with everything, like including young Max. He's not angry with young Max. It's like something was missing in his life because he's an other. He's green. No one else is green. And we can think of other plays that are like that, but other things that are uh, directly applicable in life that are like that. And he's just on the outside, and, and so he's angry with that, and then how that anger kind of comes into a place where people are actually treating him very nicely, but he doesn't know how to access that, that kindness until Cindy Lou, one-on-one, um, makes connection, and, and, and he touches, she touches his heart mm-hmm. forever. And, and her forever compassion and forgiveness touches his heart. And we see that a little bit earlier this time in the play, which is interesting. And I think it's made it much more impactful, even for, for young kids who've never seen this before. Yeah. It makes them really on board with the Grinch when he's trying to say those those important words at the end of to the Whoville, you know, uh, wish I wish you a Merry Christmas and you can't see it say it. But Cindy Lou helps him and gives him the courage, which is what we need, is someone to give us the courage to do something that's difficult.
4: Now, this runs, uh, it's a two-hour and 20-minute um, show. Of course, the 20 minutes is intermission. and um, Actually, this... it's, it's
2: less than that. I think it's two hours. Total, including oh, hey intermission.
4: Okay, I'll take that. Yeah, great. I am so excited that I talked to you tonight, Linda uh, Talcott Lee. Thank you so much for talking about it. It is so worth it. Where do people go for more information?
2: You can go to the Children's Theater Company website. Okay, that's children, um,
4: children'stheater dot com mm-hmm. uh,
2: dot org. That's mm-hmm. right. That is right. correct. And you can see all the information on the shows. It is booking really fast.
4: Right. And it's for all ages, everyone. It is for all ages. So there you go. That is
2: correct. All ages. Well, I'll
4: be there. I'm going to see it. And I hope I get to meet you afterwards. So, Linda, thank you so much for joining us tonight. I really appreciate it. Thank
2: you. All right. Take care.
4: All right, everyone. Our next guest is at 920. Stay tuned. It's Nate Allister. It is now 925 here at WCCO. Thank you so much for sticking and staying with us for Center Stage, all things arts and entertainment. We just believe you ought to know about it. We do not have our guests yet, but I do want to let you know about my brother, Fred Steele, and myself. We are doing a show at the Dakota on Thanksgiving night. I love Thanksgiving all the way through, man. I just love it until we get to New Year's Eve. It's just um, it's just going to be wonderful. I hope that you will come. There are some tickets still left, and we would love to have you join us. The Dakota website is dakota.com. Uh, uh, and, um, the thing about it is that we're doing some really unique pieces. We're going to do, um, of course, we're going to add a few, um, Gospel songs, because of course our family, the Steels, that's where we started in gospel music. And so we're still in love with gospel music. We just so enjoy doing it. And we also have some, um, really unique versions of songs. We're going to do a Tony, two, in fact, two Tony Bennett, uh, songs that were with other females. And they, I'm, I'm, Fred and I are just really excited about it. And the last time Fred and I did a show together was a show called, um, duos, duets, and pairings. And we did that at Crooners first, and then we did it at the Dakota, and it was a success as well. So we are so excited that you are coming. Um, I know the tickets are going fast, and I'm so grateful for it. Some people say to me, Well, you know, I've got family. Um, and then there are those who say, and, I, and I'll, I'll tell people, if you've got family and you don't have, um, the room to, to, you know, be able to pay for it or that sort of thing, I completely understand that. I've been there. And then there are times when you you look around and you see people that you haven't seen in years and they bring their family to the Dakota because they have a meal that is fabulous this year. Uh, everybody has been talking about it. So, you know, it's $35 for a Thanksgiving meal. Um, and just come, you know, buy some tickets, get your meals, and come hear a great concert. We are going to have a blast. We're going to have fun. I'm going to do some country stuff. Fred is doing a country tune. I don't want to tell you what it is. Um, I have fallen in love with country music when I was singing with a Prairie Home Companion. I miss them so much. I miss Garrison. I miss all the people that were involved, the whole team. It was so fantastic. And I learned a lot of songs. I sang in different languages. But boy, I tell you, the the country songs, mm -hmm. I started really understanding. (laughs) Kind of getting my groove on in the country (laughs) music. So we've got some country music we're going to do. We've got a lot. So, um, you know, give us a holler if you're out in the audience and let us know that you're there uh, because we would love to see you there. We would love to. The band. I just have to tell you about the band. Okay, so Brian Zimniak is on the piano. He is amazing. You know, he can play jazz. He can play just about everything. Also, there's Johanna Tonis on on the bass you talking about funky and fun. Oh wee. Oui. Y'all don't know. You don't know. You gotta come find out. And then of course there is Kenyari Jackson, my nephew, Javita's son, on the drums. He's one of the best in town. He's just amazing. Um also we have Kenny Holman. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Y'all know you know who Kenny Holman is. Yeah. And Kenny Holman plays all of these different instruments and he is so amazing. Mesmerizing, really. Mesmerizing. I won't be surprised if we have a major uh, standing ovation for Kenny Holman. Just it's so good. Just so good. So we are blessed for Thanksgiving. So blessed to have the band that feels like family to us every time we're with them. We are blessed to be on the stage and actually share our gifts with you. We are blessed to be able to see our friends and family out in the audience as well. So if you want to hear about it, if you want to know about it, you want to go get tickets, just go to dakotacooks.com. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be back. What are you doing, Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving night. Oh, yeah, I'm singing that to Rohan Preston. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the lead theater critic over at the Star Tribune. What's up, dude? That scared you, right? Your wife is standing there going, Gerlin, no better. Gerlin, just messing with you, you know. <laughs> it's what we do, dude.
1: And <laughs> wonderful. Um, and you know what? It's great because you caught me on the same plane, the same vibration, the same altitude. As as we're coming in right now from a Patti Lapone concert at the Ordway.
4: Oh my gosh, I, did, um, <laughs> I can't hardly talk. Jonathan said that to me, and he's like, "Yeah, he just finished hearing a Patti Lapone It's like she is like, oh, what what do you call her? She's so famous.
1: She is a superstar. She's a but you know what? She's seventy four years old. She has not lost anything on her voice. She belts like." like a band. I mean, she's just incredible. I, we, we're blown away.
4: Okay. What was your favorite song she sang?
1: Um, there is a place for us. somewhere. there's a place. for us. Oh my God. <laughs>
4: Someday, a place. Oh man. I love that song. That's the kind of song you start weeping. You know, you're looking into the eyes of the one you love and you just start crying.
1: And and what she did, which was so fantastic, is she injected character into all of her numbers. So, you know how when you, like, if you ever watch a Tonic broadcast, you you see a whole range of shows, like, represented samples? Yeah. She's carrying all of that inside of her. <laughs>
4: She's one person carrying all one of person. that inside
1: of her. You it's know? amazing.
4: And we have quite a few of those in uh, the United States. We really do. People from all over that have come to the United States and have made it. They have truly made it and changed yes. lives where they really inspire you to work and become even bigger and better. Right. Um, so, Absolutely. Yeah, I've heard Absolutely. of her. I don't know her work all the way through. I just want you to know I was talking to Jonathan about that. But to know that she was at the Ordway, man, was it packed?
1: It was packed. And the best thing, well, she's known for three huge roles. The first one is she originated Evita. So Don't Cry For Me, Argentina, mm. the whole gesture of the hands going up that Madonna does and all the other people followed her. That's Patti Lapone.
4: Okay, every time you mention the, uh, a song while we're doing this interview, you got to sing it. So go. Go, come no. on! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! You gotta do it! You just gotta do I it! Cannot. I can't sing that song. Don't sing. Then, what is it? Uh,
1: it's "Don't Cry for Me, Argentina." But you know, "Don't Cry for Me,
4: Argentina." Right? <laughs> That's it. Yep. Yeah. That's it. Okay, you do the next line. <laughs> <laughs> no. I knew it! I knew it! After yes. last Sunday, I said he's never gonna let me. Nope. No, oh. no, you can't leave me. To, you can't
1: leave me to that water again.
4: Oh yes, I can. Oh yes, I can, Reverend. Yes, I can. <laughs> okay, so here you are listening to Patty Lipone at the Ordway, and mm-hmm. it's jam packed. What did you feel? How did you? Did you say to yourself, "I can't believe I'm here in this space listening Absolutely. to this particular we,
1: artist"? We were so. we were really Angela and I went uh, together and. Uh, the Jonas Brothers are next door at the Excel um, Energy Center, so their parking was a challenge. Um, mm-hmm. But we, we loved it so much. We were really just like, yeah, that's the pinch yourself kind of moment, which you have there, because it's, 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 so, uh, it's so moving. And what she does is she's doing all the songs from all the shows that she wants to do some songs by men, some by, you know, for men, some songs for women, for kids, for young people, old people, whatever. It doesn't matter. And this, like, this compendium inside of her, this thing that's inside of her, just is a, her love of the stage. Mm-hmm. And so she's doing Sondheim and Cole Porter, and she's doing, you know, just a range of, um, of, of songs, a range of music, a range of styles, She's doing patter songs. She's doing ballads. She's mm-hmm. she's doing Gypsy, which which she's also um, famous for playing Mama Rose in that, mm-hmm. and she and won a Tony for that. And she their third Tony is for playing a socialite in Company, and she did the famous song from that, "Ladies Who Lunch." Um, company is closing tonight. She's closing tonight. Oh my! Co- company is at the um, Orpheum, or, Orpheum in Yeah, yes. mm-hmm. yeah. And and Patty's at the um, Ordway, and yeah. and um, yeah, how rich we are as a community to have such um, such diversity, such range of shows, you know. Mm-hmm.
4: And that really is the state of Minnesota. I, I have you know traveled throughout uh, Minnesota, going to places to sing uh, from here and there, and I am amazed. I am amazed at the 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 joy that the music brings, the joy that people get up, they sing. They may not be perfect because none of us are. None of us are. <laughs> right? You know this. Yes, <laughs> you know I do. I do. <laughs> but I will I say, do. you know, when it comes to going to see a show, there are great expectations. And I am I know you. you and I have talked about that. I've said to you, you know, what is it like when it's not all that you may think it would have been and then all of a sudden it is? Um, Because a piece can always change. And it's the same thing with singers. They can start out and you go, yes, I was hoping that person would sing that song. And then all of a sudden they sing a song that you don't know and you may not even like. Does that change your perspective about that person? Or do you just say, okay, that's just one thing. It's no problem.
1: No, I love it. Because, I mean, here's the thing. You have to learn new things. You have to keep growing. And so if something is unfamiliar, it's unknown, listen, lean in be hopeful. And, you know, you may be surprised, something may carry you away. Um, and, and that's, that's the joy that, I mean, that's a discovery That's that's the expansion of who we are, our spirits and so on and so forth. No, I, I love learning new things. I love, um, being surprised. Um, I love it. Um, when they change up how, something that we may know and love one way, um, and they're like, Hey, you may hear other things this way, you know, with this right. arrangement. If if it's if it's fast paced and I do adagio, then that's one, you know, that then you may be able to hear something else. Um, or if it's if it's dirge like and I just you know quicken the tempo and and it's all scat and snap and popping fingers and everything yeah. um, you hear something else you know I I, I, I think that's all good I,
4: I love that well I think what would be good is for you and I to do a duet so let's start <laughs> unforgettable your turn your turn
1: <laughs> that's what you are
4: <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm that getting. dude oh man are you for real come on it's not going to work out. Your wife must be standing there going, "Nope, don't even think about it." <laughs> right? <laughs> but see, Rohan, I want the audience to know. Rohan loves to sing. Now he may not I... sing in front of people, but That's he loves right. to sing. Right. right? I do.
1: I do. I love music, um, but but my voice is 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 uh, oh, get over uh, it. it. Get it's over a shower it. voice. It's, it's best uh, left. <laughs> Uh, reserved dub. for <laughs> for one who is who is under with uh, accompanied by the sound of rushing water. Doesn't
4: so, what, yes. don't doesn't your daughters sing though?
1: Um, actually, yeah, I think they both have pretty good voices. My Angela, has, my wife, has a, has a good voice. They they don't sing sing, but you know they have good voices and and they can you know.
4: And they're beautiful. Thank you very much. And they they are, are
1: wonderful. I am a wife. very blessed. Husband and dad. You really I am very are. You really are.
4: Yes. And, and now that this is, you know, Thanksgiving time and it goes right into Christmas, I have to tell you, it's my favorite time of the year. And if you haven't seen Hennepin Avenue tonight... Let me tell you, they have trees lit up all the way down to Washington. Oh,
1: wonderful! I am
4: so grateful because it's been sad, you know, the last few years. We just didn't see decorations downtown Minneapolis. But if you get a chance, please drive and go see. Um, it's beautiful.
1: Absolutely, I'm so thrilled to hear that. I will make it a point, you know, to do to see. Um, I am so thrilled to hear that um, because um, we took um, pictures tonight um, in Rice Park. Oh, man. in Ordway. St. Oh, my Falls. God. And, it's yeah. so stunning. And that is gorgeous, you yeah. know?
4: Yeah. And, of course, with uh, the St. Paul Hotel right there is a part of it. It's so beautiful. It really is. I love that we decorate. I love that here in the, in the Twin Cities. And it, it, oh, it, it hurts me when I don't see it. I have to go all the way to, you know. <laughs> some suburb just to see, you know, a small area with a whole lot of decoration. So I, I was so excited to see this tonight on Hennepin Avenue. I think we started seeing it around, oh, my goodness, by by the Byerleys and Lunds on Hennepin. And you mm-hmm. just keep going and you see all of these beautiful lit up trees. They're all the same color and it's just beautiful. The Downtown Council, if any of you are listening, I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for putting that out there. And it just lit me up. I just went, Oh my God, it's Christmas time. It's almost Christmas time. So this is a big deal for Thanksgiving and Christmas. And I I wish you well. I pray that your family will be safe. Take care of yourselves and enjoy. We
1: wish you well too. And wish you a very, very happy Thanksgiving and a Merry Christmas. This is a beautiful season. Um, It's a lot of stress for some families as well. We, we hope that it's not um, it, that you know that that the joy and light of the season uh, surpasses everything.
4: You oh, know? amen. Well said. Now, just need to start <laughs> singing songs. Okay, Rohan, you know I love you.
3: <laughs> Tell oh, your so beautiful wife scared. I thank say, you. hey,
4: what's up, and take care of yourself. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. Enjoy, honey. Enjoy.
1: All right, thank you. Right, bye bye. We're
4: gonna take a break. We'll be back. Welcome back, everyone. Of course, as we. uh, as we wrap up tonight, uh, this is our last guest, and I'm very excited about it. It's called New Native Theater, and it's presenting A Christmas in, oh, well, let me get it right, Old Choppy. And it's a comedy by Florida, a Florida man, Montana Cypress. And he is joining us tonight as the playwright. And I'm so excited to meet you. How are you, Montana?
1: I'm doing well. How are
4: you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Now, the new Native Theater is inviting audiences to join the Wheatleys, a loving Mikosuku. I got that right. Oh, Miku. Miku, We're trying to get it right. Mikosuki. Thank you so much for helping us with that. It's a Mikosuki family living in the Florida Everglades. And as they try their best to prepare their holiday feast among the chaos of secret um, fiancés, competitive lawn decorating, basketball gambling, and alligator wrestling, I immediately thought this is something that's really fun. Tell us about it. Is it going to be as fun as what I'm hearing?
1: Yes, let's just say it's um, a Christmas vacation meet. Guess Who's Coming to Dinner.
4: Oh, I love it. (laughs)
1: Yeah,
4: <laughs> that's gonna be great. Of course, joining us as well is Rihanna Yazi, artistic director of this particular piece. And how are you, Rihanna?
0: I am so good. Thank you so much for having us on tonight.
4: This sounds hilarious. By the way, it sounds fun and hilarious. Is that what it is, or is it so much more?
0: Oh, it's such a funny, wonderful play, um, and it's the first time that we've been able to produce a, a Christmas play. And uh, we had actually planned to produce this play before the pandemic. So it's been on hold for about five years. And so now we're finally going to spend this Christmas in the Florida Everglades. It's very fun.
4: Oh, that's going to be a blast. How about that? Um, So this is running from November 29th to December 17th at the Red Eye Theater in Minneapolis. Do you have the address of that?
0: Yes, I do. It's 2213, 2213 Snelling Avenue Snelling. in yes. Minneapolis. So it's, don't confuse it with the Snelling in St. Paul. That's right. It's in Minneapolis. Okay. 55404.
4: Five, oh, four. Five five four. <laughs> four I'm so glad that you gave us that um and it will be their first production your first production since being named a 2023 recipient of Headwaters Foundation for Justice 2023 Bush prize well done that's a really Thank big you. deal um and, Thank and you knowing so now that when you hear that you guys have this now then that um this particular presentation people are are looking forward to it are you hearing people say I can't wait to be there it sounds like it's going to be hilarious
0: Oh, yeah. Um, the cast uh, is just absolutely having a ball. And uh, I mean, the, the work that we do at New Native Theater since 2009, um, we've been developing local Native talent. And so we've got a big cast of local community members. and um, and, and I think they're, you know, it's they're so entrenched in the community. So, like for instance, um, one of our one of our cast members is a Dakota language teacher. Another cast member um, works in healthcare industry. Another cast member is um, is a local radio host at KFAI, and another oh, yeah. another cast <laughs> awesome. and another cast member is um, um, a local musician and artist. So, I mean, we it's so we're very excited. We've got a lot a of, lot of buzz and. Uh, It's just fun to produce a a native
4: Christmas play. Right, and congratulations on that. And Montana, as the playwright, how long did it take you to write this piece?
1: Well, it actually originated from a 10-minute short piece that I submitted to Rihanna Short Play Festival up there, and it was awesome. And then it was actually because of Rihanna who said, hey, you think we could turn this into a full-length play? And I said, oh, boy, maybe.
4: (laughs) And not an easy thing to 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 do, by the way.
1: Yeah, so I mean, I came up with the concept. It didn't take too long per se to get the initial idea out, maybe three months, mm-hmm. but to refine it, to retool it, to reshape it, all of the above, like Rihanna said, has been over the past four years, five years, and that has been in process. but I think it's gotten to one of the best versions possible that is going to go up
4: now. Well, it sounds like it's going to be a, a, a really great piece. Rihanna, I'm just curious to know, once you've put the cast together, um, are, you, are you seeing that they are loving it as much as you do?
0: Oh, yeah. It, it's such a wonderful cast. Uh, I visited uh, the rehearsal yesterday. It's being directed by uh, Julia Rosa Sosa, um, who we have the honor of hosting. And, I mean, it's basically a nonstop laughing there's even a really funny um, fight choreography in it. I mean, there, and I mean, I really I really can't awesome. get over the Christmas. The Christmas turkey is an alligator. So that,
4: I mean. The Christmas turkey is top. an alligator. That's awesome.
0: <laughs> I don't know how you can top that for a Christmas meal.
4: Lisa's not a squirrel. That's a good deal. <laughs> this is awesome, you guys. So tell us now, um, what are the tickets? Where can we go and get more information?
0: Uh, So tickets at New Native Theater are all pay-what-you-can because we want to ensure that every community member is able to see it. Um, But if you can pay a full price, uh, the suggested full price is $35. But you can buy tickets uh, online at brownpaperticket.com, and you can search A Christmas in Ochoppy, or you can search New Native Theater uh, it's also on our website. And if you want to call our theater company, our phone number is on our website, 612 367 7639. So, yeah, please come on down. We'd absolutely love to see you all. We'll open next Wednesday, the 29th.
4: Well, Rihanna and Montana, thank you so much for joining us tonight. It was a pleasure. And happy Thanksgiving thank you. to you. You too. Thank you, right. Blessings, blessings. Well, it's been fun tonight. Thank you so much, Jonathan. Thank you so much um, to Chris Tubbs. And I'm having a great time, so thank you. We'll see you next
3: Sunday